Thanks so much for listening to the Sex with Emily show. I love being able to help you have the sex life and relationships you deserve. I want to give you the best show possible, so I so appreciate you supporting our sponsors who help keep this show free. Fleshlight is the number one sex toy for men. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could feel the pleasure of having sex anytime, even when you don't have a partner? The Fleshlight, the most popular sex toy for men, it simulates the sensations of sex. It was engineered to look and feel like the real deal, and many people think it feels better than sex. Not that you'll never want sex again, but they also have the Fleshlight stamina training unit. It helps you practice lasting longer and becoming a better lover. Plus, you'll experience some of the most mind-blowing orgasms of your life. And you ever fantasize about having sex with your favorite porn star? Well, now you can. Janet Jameson, Christy Mack, Joanna Angel, Jessica Drake. They're available in realistic flesh tone color with popular lotus texture or the all-new unique signature line of textures. Each custom-molded Fleshlight Girl masturbation sleeve is an exact mold of each star's most intimate parts. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to get your Fleshlight now. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. And check out all of our posts. We're doing like blog posts every day that'll help your sex life and podcasts. Not only are we doing two podcasts a week, which we've had some great ones lately. You can find them all on iTunes. You should just subscribe. It's super easy and then you'll never miss another show again. But we're also posting like shows that I've done like a year ago, six months ago, because you know, it's sex. It's evergreen. Like if I was telling you about how to perform oral sex six months ago, it's still the same. And some of you are new listeners. You might have missed them. We've got 2,000 shows, and they're not all on iTunes right now. So anyway, I love hearing from you. I've been getting tons of great emails that you send to feedback at sexwithemily.com. Lots of you are also hitting me up on Facebook with questions, which is uh, my Sex with Emily page, and on Twitter, Sex with Emily, and just however the hell you want to get your question answered, you can ask me. Also, I've got a survey on my site. It will literally take you two seconds to answer it just has like three simple questions and it'll really help me make a better show for you because i know that's what you want and if you like the show help me out tell your friends about it share it with them you know tweet me about it do something i love that i'm here with anderson tonight literally literally i'm sorry i said literally i felt like i feel i felt like the bell had to go off or something it'll take literally probably 15 seconds to fill out those four no, questions but it's literally it's four we hate the word literally literally though not two seconds and when i said it i knew that it was wrong literally is an annoying word i'm sorry um anderson is uh the sound engineer for love line which i do on thursday night but he also has a great podcast um the film vault two literally of called the film vault yeah it's literally called the film vault and he literally rocks, so you should all listen to it. And uh, After Disaster, why don't you talk about that? Thanks, one? Missy. I don't. I, the After Disaster is fun, but it's a harder sell because it's three chuckleheads talk, talking about whatever. You know. But what I, mean? I got chuckleheads listening. Yeah, it's true. People no, love your shows. I, people people really love do the Anderson. love the After Disaster, but it doesn't have a hook. It's hard to explain. Okay, the Film Vault is the like Film Vault. Like this week, we're doing top five movie moms uh, because of Mother's Day coming up. Oh, which that's normally a good one. we don't do, but our guest kind of demanded that we have a. Uh, a recently uh, mothered guest who's going to be on the show with us, uh, who we disturb on a regular basis, and we'll be talking about top five movie moms. I'm sure one of mine will be a serial killer. Oh, yeah. really? 
And okay, then the after so you're, disaster, you're darker than I thought. The after disaster last week, we got a lot of flack because we played audio of two teenagers actually being killed. So, uh, oh shit, yeah, Maybe that's that kind of show. See okay, what I, see got what it, guys. You but know what? It's a comedy. It's just, a comedy. Though. You know what? I love well, that you all like my podcast, but I don't know. I'm here. To, I, I'm here to open you guys up to another world of Anderson's world because uh, he's a good guy and he does oh, a good thanks, show. Thanks, kid. Yeah, love you, Anderson. So good to see you. And I'm sorry if I've seemed a little. I've been a little off. I think just a little. But I actually had a great weekend. I just, just you know, a lot going on with work. And life and whatever but i have to tell you that i had a great weekend that it sort of turned out it started out weird so first of all it was so i'm and i'm sorry to everyone who lives in the midwest and everywhere else because it was freaking hot here it was like 95 degrees and uncomfortable though it wasn't uncomfortable a good hot, hot uncomfortable hot and and i you know i have air conditioning los angeles you got to have air conditioning san francisco you never need it so the point is i haven't used it in a while Go to turn my. I walk in. It's eighty eight degrees in my. I have a little cottage, little house I live in, and it's eighty eight degrees, and it's and the air conditioning's not working. So I'm like, God damn it, what am I gonna do? So I text my landlord. I'm like, Listen, my air, my air is broken, and he's like, I'll try to come by tomorrow and fix it, or sometime tomorrow. So what I do is I I land I landlord proof my home, which is kind of like child proofing your home, but like I don't want him to come in and see. And it's it's pretty good shape right now, but. As you all know, if you've been a long-time listener, I do get a lot of sex toys that I have to review and um, try out. And, you know, every once in a while, pleasure myself as well along the way. But I happen to—so so I live in a small—I have a very small bedroom, and I don't have a lot of storage— but I do have a very organized space for all my toys. They're in like this little drawer by my bed, and I keep them hidden because you never know who's coming over. But my bed—okay, so here's the thing. So I—he's coming over the next day, I figure. So I—, I put all my toys they're to the left of my bed which you have to like walk around the bed and like you wouldn't see them unless you had to walk around the bed there's a very narrow space but I was also looking for a sex toy in particular from Fun Factory which is called the Zwee or Zwei or whatever S-W-E-I it's like this thrusting thing and good vibrations you know who I love send me toys like have you tried it have you tried it so I got in this mode you know when you're looking for something and you kind of go crazy and you dump everything on the ground so I dumped all my toys on the ground, which is literally like, and then I decided, like, I started obsessing. I'm like, I want to charge them all. Wait, so there's a, wait, wait, there's a mountain of sex toys yes. in your bedroom. But it's to the left, yes. But my bedroom is to the left of your bed. Right. Got that you part. You can't see it. What's your landlord like? I'm trying to imagine okay, what Okay, so he's here's like. the problem. My landlord is an old Russian man who doesn't like me very much, I don't think. But I don't think he really likes anybody. I think that he, he, he um... He kind of gets annoyed with me. He knows what I do for a living. He goes into the garage where I keep all my sex. Like, I have my own garage there, but it's, like, all sex toys. Like, literally. Storage. Uh, one day, if you walk in, you'll see, like, uh, a sport sheets, like, a gag thing for your mouth. You'll see, like, a whip. You'll see chains. You'll just see some weird stuff. Liberator wedge. So, that's my landlord. And, and, I, and I know he knows what I do for a living because one time he goes, I know you do that sex stuff. I mean, he, but he always gives me he's weird Asian. looks. No, he's, was that Asian? That was a Russian. <laughs> I thought that was Russian. So, but, you know, he's older and he, and he just seems a little cranky sometimes. And so, I just, I don't want him, you know, I don't want anyone coming in seeing all the stuff. But. All right, so, you're, so you have them in a pile. You in a dump pile. them all out because you're right. looking for one in particular. And then, and then it occurs and then to, to ADD, Emily, hey, I should charge I'm all so these ADD. while they're So out. then I was like, oh, my God, this is a great time to organize them because it stresses me out. Because what happens is there's so many great toys these days. They're all rechargeable, but they all the quarters of it. So then I start pulling out my label maker because I'm obsessed. And I start labeling the chargers of which toy they go to because I have like 50 of them. And granted, I've weeded them out. So the, then I have I pull out my um, charger, my extension cord charger. You know the the power charger with like ten. What is it called? The with the ten different charging. Like a bar. Like, like a, a bar. Power bar. Power bar. Whatever it's called. 
the charging bar. So they're all charging, and then and then I get in this drawer that's annoying. This three and I dump them all out. So they're all charging. I've got like on the so I leave right. And I leave for the night because I go to stay with some friends in Venice because I have friends in town from San Francisco. But I figure I'm shutting all the windows. All he has to do is come and fix the air conditioning. There's no, And the window is next to my bed. There's two windows in my place, one in the kitchen and one next to my bed by the sex toys. But I figure he's not going to come in and open the – why is he going to go around there? Because the windows are shut. He'll fix the air conditioning, which means that he won't have to open the – whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm very foolproof that my toys are out. There's no way he can see them unless he ekes into this little thing. Long story short, I come back the next day and the evening, and the windows are open in my place because my landlord came in to fix it, realized he couldn't fix it, and so he opened the windows so I wouldn't be so hot. That means he had to walk around to the side of the bed with all of the sex to toys. Step they had. over the mountain of but sex toys. But not only that, I look down and I'm like, "Oh my god, the windows open! They were supposed to be completely opposite. The air conditioning fixed." So he was trying to be nice by opening the windows. So whatever. But let me tell you what it looked like, and I should take a picture of it. There was like there was a whip. There was a few whips. There was a, a paddle, like a like a like a leather paddle. There was a huge liberator wedge. You know the liberator wedge. No idea with what that is. Okay, so liberator is amazing. It's furniture. It's like sex furniture, but it has these cuffs on it. Um, all for everything I'm talking about. If they sound interesting, go to goodvibes.com. Use coupon code Emily, and you get twenty percent off. But it does anyway, sound like the opposite of a liberator. I right. Be oh, liberator makes sounds like you're sex unliberated furniture. while you're wearing and it's it. It's a wedge. So women should often be to have orgasms more readily. I often say put a pillow underneath your bum to rise yourself up. Or if you're doing doggy style, it's really comfortable, like the wedge. It was like in a famous movie with Brad Pitt years ago. He carries the wedge around. Do you know? What, oh, you're a movie guy. Yeah. It I'm, was like six or seven years ago. It was Brad Pitt. And he, he plays kind of a geeky guy. He runs a business. And oh yeah, burn after reading. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I love you. Did not like the movie. So anyway, but then there's like six cho- toys charging. They're all phallic shaped. <laughs> Wait, so the mountain is no longer there. You've already organized. Well, it's it's no, it's an unorganized mountain because there's Please a mountain. Please tell me. Please tell me, Emily, that there's like a trail right through the middle of the mountain. Like he just trampled right through he all the toys. He trampled through the mountain to open the window because it's a, it's like a it's like um it's probably about a foot. Like you have to lean. You can't quite. But he had to lean over all the toys. So that was very embarrassing. And then I told him that the dryer was broken. And he and it was turned. Turns out that he there was two pairs of my little underwear panties stuck in it, and he puts them with the lint on my walkway. So I think he's angry. That's, no, that's that's a that's a sign. That's no, it's not a sign. He could have put them in my house. It's a message. It's a message that your little panties are the one who broke the dryer, and you 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 are a crazy sex fiend. Word panties is that okay? I hate used that it word. A couple times now, I, I, but underwear. I was surprised by that because most ladies don't like. The I panty hate word. the word panties, yeah. and I hate the word literally. But I'm just messing up here. But do you understand how embarrassing that is? That it was the one time because I'm very discreet about my toys. That there was a mountain. There was DVDs. How did you know, anally penetrate him? I mean, it was like. All of my sex world was, I vomited my sex toys, and he had to open my goddamn window in the one so, spot of my house. So landlord Sergey had to yes. actually put a hand on the wall. His name might be Sergey. He had to put a hand yes. on the he wall He had to lean over to carefully. Lean over he's a heavy man. <laughs> what if and he slipped he and fell? See, he might actually be one of the first people to and fell actually on a go to the doctor and have something stuck inside of him, and he wouldn't be lying. I was mortified. Maybe the first ever. Exactly. So I was mortified by that. But that's how it started. No heat. I had to leave. And the sex toys everywhere. No cool. But then I went to... Does that make sense to you? That was crazy. So then... And it's embarrassing because I try to be so discreet with him because I know what he already thinks of me. I don't like the move leaving your panties on the, uh, the front okay, step. the underwear, for like right. all it the was, school it was kids like, in, in your neighborhood just, to grab. But it was sort of like he was pissed at me that I broke the dryer. I, you know what? I think that he might be suggesting, hey... 
Maybe you're using your uh, dryer as a sex toy because you're bored with all these other ones, obviously, or you got to recharge them, so maybe you ran out. I'm afraid I'm going to get evicted. You dropped your panties in there because you were using the, the thing No, because they had lint on them, so I know that he fixed the dryer as well, but by saying, like, it was your mess up at the dryer, he's just angry. I'm going to get evicted. I feel that he already has these feelings about me. So there was that. But then, Saturday night, I went to a lingerie show, which was super hot on, in Venice. I was back in Venice, and it's this new line called Wiley Wilson, W-Y-L-I-E Wilson, and she makes super hot clothes, and there were all these models there, and I was we were all trying on lingerie, and it was super hot, sexy scene, but you should check out her stuff, and she's going to give me some product. Explain more. Like, uh, Is it in a public so restaurant? It's a little, no, it's on Abbot Kinney, which is a really hip street in, in, in Venice, and it was Paparazzi's a lingerie party. Paparazzi's always hanging around up there. Yeah. TMZ. There was tons of photographers, and there was all these sexy models walking around. But her lingerie, her whole thing is so okay. If you're a woman and you're listening to this, you know what I'm saying. The underwire bra is a pain in the ass. If you have a size, if you're over a size A, you have to wear underwire because it pushes your bras up. But like the second you get home, you want to take off your bra. So she has developed this system of underwear of bras that are super sexy that don't need an underwire, but they have a lift with like with like a band, and all of the stuff is like little boy shorts and it's mesh and lacy and, and, and it's just all different kinds. Body suits. Remember hot body suits from like the 90s? And and I was just like trying it all on. There were models there. They were in the dressing room with me like helping me try stuff on. We were all kind of getting naked. They were touching my breasts. It was kind of hot. But there was no sex. Kids are so different But from I got us. drunk and it was sexy. And I never get that drunk and I was like, it was really, really fun And when fun they're touching night. your boobs, because I mean, well, they were is there any me. kind of excitement going on? A little bit. When yeah. they were like snapping the snaps with See, the bodysuit, it was Snapping the hot. what? Well, it was a bodysuit. The snaps? Oh, uh, okay. Those little love snaps on but You remember bodysuits for women Not really. Wear? You said that just now. So they have these little snaps. So it's a bodysuit, but it snaps in your vagina, like right there. So you oh, yeah, have yeah, to undo it. Yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. Girls warm, so it's tight. And if you undo it, And that, they were like fixing my breasts and snapping me, and it was kind of sexy. Guys and there was have- like chocolate-covered strawberries and lots of guys walking around. But it wasn't like creepy, like lurch- lurking men. It was just sort of a fun vibe, and it's all about lingerie. And it was really fun and sexy, and... There was a fashion show, and her stuff is just really cool and unique, and I, I like to support her. And I put it on my Instagram. Check out my Instagram, Sex with Emily. So it was like a fun weekend overall, except for me coming back and finding out that I could possibly get evicted for being crazy. So um, that's fine. Not crazy, but just being me. And But he, then I think like he's seen guys drop me off. Okay, I don't want to get off the whole thing, but I go, I date. And I, I share a driveway with him, and oftentimes he pulls up, and I'm making out with a guy in the driveway. Oftentimes he pulls up. Okay, I'd say in the and you're six making out months, with a random dude different in the guys. Uh-huh. Like probably four times in the last six months. How many times do you think this Russian landlord of yours has pleasured himself to you? I don't think he's How many married. times? I don't think he does. And then That's hates himself afterwards. No. Hates himself afterwards. But then he like, no, he just looks angrily at me. Like, you're in my way, making out my driveway with another guy in a different car. Are you actually in his way when that's happening? Kind of, well, because it's that's... a small driveway. He's trying to pull in. And I'm just like, oh, God, I'm making out. And then I duck because I hope he doesn't think it's me. But he knows it's me. I don't have a weird situation, but I have a great deal in my place, and I don't want to get evicted. If you do get evicted, and if he puts down for reasons why, it's going to be uh, difficult. You can't evict me for having sex mm. toys. I could mm. sue him. I'm not, like, loudly using my sex toys, as far as he knows. Um, so that was my weekend. How was your weekend? It was good. I can't remember it. Awesome. Yeah. That means it was good. So today's show, we're going to be answering your emails because I'm getting so many great emails from you guys, and I want to get back to you. So uh, that's what I like to do. We're going to be talking about masturbation because, you know, May is Masturbation Month. Um, satisfying an experienced lover of a woman feels a little inadequate, some anal sex tips, and a guy who lasts a little bit too long on what to do, and a few other things. We'll see what we can get to tonight.
um, because there's a lot. And I've got a little bit of sex in the news for you all because, you know, we love a little craziness about what's going on in the world with sex in the news. A woman was arrested after advertising on Craigslist for sex act with a horse, but she's actually transgendered, so um, she's a woman. In Maricopa, Arizona, a 22-year-old woman was charged for seeking to play with a male horse. Now, she used to be a man, and now she's a woman. Yes, exactly. Cops used their own police horse and went undercover to prompt a meeting with the suspect. The suspect was immediately taken in custody where he admitted he she admitted to placing the ad and stated the intentions to consummate the act. So the police had to get their horse in Arizona, giddy up, giddy up, and arrest her. Now, first of all, people, Craigslist is patrolled. Craigslist is like heavily, heavily. Just like that. She was excited. He I think the and, horse was pissed that it didn't get to happen. Yeah, probably. The they probably horny. excited the horse. They arrested him. But like really people, Craigslist, they're, they're, they're watching you on Craigslist. But you shouldn't even be having sex with an animal, so I don't even know why I'm giving you tips on that you went in the wrong place. There's a really creepy documentary all about this called Zoo. Ugh. It's a very creepy documentary about this. I try not to talk about it on my show. Mr. Hands get... up in uh, Washington no, um, area. I don't want to know creepy. about it. I've heard about this stuff. I can't even watch it. Okay. Sending and receiving sex messages is a normal part of teen relationships. So this is for you parents out there or just you young ones listen to me. A survey of high school students has found that sending and receiving sexually explicit messages and messages is normal part of most teenage relationships. Researchers found that more than half of all those surveyed had recently received a sexually explicit text message and 26% reported sending sexy photos of themselves. Like, what are, like, 14-year-olds are People, I don't care what age you are. I just don't think it's a good idea to send naked pictures of yourself. Sexting is fine. But in high school, I get it. But don't ever send naked pictures because this is what's happening, especially if you're in high school. This is for the women. The guy that you sent the picture to, he looked at it for a second, and the next thing he did was he turned to the entire football team or whoever was sitting next to him and showed them your photo. That is true. About 90% of dudes are douchebags in that sense. Yeah, 90%. And... My guy friends, who are not necessarily douchebags, they share them with me as well. So not only are you sending to this guy because he asked you to, because he probably did. I think that's what they do. I think it's like there's an expectation now that, that women should be sending sexy photos. We're just at the level it's where the it's, selfie it's just, generation. you got to do that. you got to do it. I oh, mean, guys God. are like, send me a sexy photo. And they do it, and it's upsetting me because you're going to go apply for a job in five years, and there's your sexy photo on the internet. I'm so pissed at my parents for not having me like 15 years earlier. I know. It's right? so upsetting. Earlier or later, you mean? Later, you're right. Oh, yeah, so you I wish that I, sex? Well, so like, because it's like it's it's these kids nowadays. God, I, I feel old and sound old, but they don't have to have the balls to actually go up and talk to a girl because no. they can just text her exactly, and then they can see her naked without ever even making eye contact exactly. with her. It's just not fair. I know, and they can break up with her too after that. The whole thing, and they're not talking to each other. They, remember, like I used to in high school talk on the phone for hours, like with guys. I was remember dating. when the phone would be ringing and you'd be like nervous and yeah, sweating, and like exactly. what am I going to say? And then if you got the voicemail, you weren't sure if you should leave a message or not. And yeah. every time you did, you're like, "Why did I do that?" Yeah, that yeah. doesn't happen anymore. No, it doesn't happen anymore. These Nothing pussies, is. they don't have to deal. They don't talk. They no one talks. And even people in their twenties, thirties, whatever, no one talks anymore. It's all text messaging, which was how I found if I like someone or not was like getting to know them on the phone and. If I would go out with them, but now it's like if you're a good texter or you know how to woo someone, um, but I guess it doesn't surprise me because it's all about the phones and they're all doing Instagramming and all that stuff anyway. But I'm just I worry about my nieces is what's upsetting me. Snapchat. I do. They do Snapchat. Do how do is Snapchat? Snapchat so popular all of a sudden? It's a thing know. that just. Does, it, I understand. I have it. I don't. How really it's use useful it. for memory because you know it doesn't clog up your phone with a bunch of old pictures. Yeah. But the whole thing is like you send a picture of your vagina. 
Yeah. And, and then it's gone. supposed to go away. But every guy knows how to screen pick grab. a quick screen grab. Just take of a that. screen grab. I don't know. It's, it's Snapchat. It is, is my nieces are crazy, but I have it. Have you ever done it? Like I've done it like no. once or twice. But it's been around for a long, long time. I but know. it's just become like the new thing that everyone's doing now. Yeah, so and people send it out to their whole networks. You could pick who you send it to. I don't do the Snapchatting thing. I barely have time to eat dinner at night. But I get that people are doing it. But don't send naked pictures to yourself, people. I know that I'm. You're not going to listen to me because you think if you do send it with headless without your head. Faceless. Make sure tattoos are not visible. Everything like it's that. It's gonna happen though. And, and also why don't you be that one that says no? I'd rather have you seen in person when we get to know each other or something. Like, why not be that person? I was talking about this on the after disaster, actually. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that we talk about. And it occurred to me that especially when you're younger, women are like lottery tickets to men. You guys are like scratchers. And we don't know if you guys are a winner or a loser. Most scratchers are losers, right? So once you scratch or have sex with the girl. Once you scratch a scratcher, if, if it's a loser, you lose interest immediately afterwards. You just throw it aside. Because or after you had sex just because after you conquered After you had her. sex, you realize you conquered her and she's, you know, there's a thrill there, but it's not like a jackpot. Right. So you move on and you don't care about that scratcher. Every now and again, guys are stupid and they don't realize they won because they misread the scratcher and they'll come right. back later. But right. for the most part, be like an unscratched scratcher and you'll continue to be- uh, Meaning what? Don't give it up so don't fast? Don't give it up so fast. Because it's part of the chase. Because here's the thing about attraction and about dating and about love and finding love and all that stuff. The hottest part is the buildup, is the anticipation, the tease, the longing, the waiting for it to happen, the, oh my God, are we going to have sex tonight? You know, the few dates. If you blow your load before you've even gone on a date with someone, literally. meaning literally blow your load, I mean, if you're sending pictures and you're sexting and before you've even ever had talked to this person barely in person except for maybe you pass in the hallway in school, you're totally taking away the entire part of romance that is the most fun, the getting to know someone, the waiting, the anticipation. That's why I always say, and I'm no prude. Okay, I've had sex on the first date before. I've done it. I'm, you know, I, I don't, I try not to. I do not do it as often, but... You might do it sometimes, but the point is, it, it, there's no point to rush sex. There's no point to rush share, sharing your photos because it's just, it's it's part of the getting to know each other process. So I would say just not speed it up and to slow it down and to be the one person that says, you know what, I'm not sharing my photos with you. I'm not even having sex with you on a first date or a second date or a third date. And it goes back to like what's expected. It's not expected. Right. It's, it's not and you don't have to do it. And it goes with the pho- sending the photos as well, like you said. Yeah. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of guys that are listening that uh, hate this conversation. They hate and me. They're, they're like, Don, they're up. like, they're to ban me or something. They're going to um, delete my pocket. But but, but I'm telling you guys, I'm doing you a favor because you're just moving through these women. One, they're scratchers, and you're never going to hit the jackpot until you have a woman who holds out and you see what that – it's physically in your body you feel it. Like the, the, the serotonin and the chemicals in your brain get excited, but then they just, like, blow it all and you, you move through them and you got six naked photos in one day and the whole thing. There's just something really sad about a girl without self-esteem who doesn't get it and she's worth so much than she knows she is. And she's attractive and she's smart, but she doesn't know because she's been beaten down, like – by her parents or by abusive old boyfriends, and they feel like, well, I just want, I, I, I want to, I'm a people pleaser, and I want to make him happy, and this is what he wants. And right, and I want to be validated up, by a man telling me that I'm hot, even if it's just for that moment. Right, and then it's over, and then they get cast aside, and it's just, it's really sad. It is sad, and it's a quick fix for your insecurities, but it's not a long term fix. The long term fix for your insecurities is an inside job, as we said, and what that means is working on yourself, working on your self esteem. In fact, sexually speaking, relationship speaking, and life skills speaking. Figuring out where your weaknesses are, why you're insecure, we all are, whatever your self-esteem challenges are, work on that stuff because then you'll be a better person, a better lover, a better friend overall. 
Wow, look at that. All this this study just turned into a whole thing. Okay, teacher accidentally shows porn in class. Okay, I'm telling you, I've heard this story like six times, but it happened again. Not from the same woman, but teachers somehow put up a PowerPoint, and oops, there's their porn. Kansas City teacher allegedly showed porn to his high school biology class, but it was his two students who got in trouble. The teach turned on an overhead projector only to spotlight a pornographic image of a naked woman. Students immediately snapped pictures with their phones and posted the pic on Facebook. An investigation is pending. Both the student that took the photo and the teacher have been suspended. People should just test this stuff out before teachers, like five minutes before class. Just make sure your PowerPoint's going well. Make sure it's all on there. I mean, really? How, how did it get there? Did a kid set it no, up? No, what happened was the teacher was, was about to do a presentation, and oops, PowerPoint, they put the projector. But why is there porn, porn there? Who knows? Was it his porn? Was it of him? I don't, it doesn't say, but I'm was sure it, it was on his computer. Kids got in there during the lunchtime to play a little prank. What happened was it was on the screen, and kids all whipped out their phones and took pictures of I it. I get that, but like, how did the porn get there to begin he's with? He's probably his porn on his eh, computer. Maybe he's a bit of a, like a weirdo, and he you wanted, like, there's some like hot 18 year old student that he wanted to see her reaction. No, when you, it's like flashing. He didn't want to get fired. I don't think so. I mean, really? really? I, don't, I don't know this man. I know that there's teachers out there that make kids eat cookies with uh, fluids on them. Oh, God. Remember teachers that guy? Are, yeah, teachers have done so many disturbing things lately. They see with their students. Can you just be teachers? I understand you don't make a lot of money, but you have to be like perverts as well. And I do think that teachers should be making way more money than everyone else because they are, you know, sculpting young minds. And everyone stuff. else. Um, not, well, people in radio should be making more money as well. Um, but that's a whole other story. Speaking of that, um, I have a few words here from my, my sponsors. So thanks everyone for listening to the show and for supporting me and my sponsors, which I am going to get to in a hold on Anderson. Just mark this that I can't find them right now. Okay. Um, there we go. Ready? Sorry. Mark this part. Okay. Um, thanks for listening to the show. I love being able to help you have the sex life and relationships you deserve. I want to give you the best show possible, so I appreciate you supporting our sponsors who help keep this show free. Okay. When you're just drawn to someone and you're not exactly sure why, it's because of pheromones. A pheromone is a chemical animals produce that attract other animals. Crazy Girl makes pheromone-infused products that make you feel and look great. Some of my favorites are their wannabe dazzling body lotion and body mist. I swear to God, Anderson, I'm not kidding you. Every time I wear it, I get swamped by men and women wanting to know why I smell so good. Plus, Crazy Girl Products makes, they make great gifts, great Mother's Day gifts, fun packaging, and they're super reasonably priced. And they're just really fun products. They also do shaving creams, oral sex gels, warming heart massagers, and dozens of products that are a great way to get closer with your partner. So if you want to look and feel your best and attract your best, you can't go wrong with Crazy Girl Intimate Products. Check out crazygirlproducts.com. Use coupon code EMILY25 for 25% off your purchase. That's crazygirlproducts.com. And here's my last sponsor before the end of the show. Let me tell you about Promescent. Did you know one in three men suffers from premature ejaculation? And a lot of men just want to last longer in bed because there's an arousal gap. I'm, I guarantee you your partner probably wants you to last a little bit longer. Women, they orgasm about 18 minutes. Men take four minutes. Whatever it is, you don't have to worry about this anymore because Promescent is a quickly absorbing delay spray that allows you to have the sex you want. You don't have to think about baseball or your great aunt Margaret. Is that what you think about Anderson when you don't want to ejaculate baseball? That's what all guys When do. I don't want to? Yeah. No, because my aunt Margaret's really hot. Oh, really? Okay, so don't do that. You can focus on your partner's hot body, especially now that you have the time to make them orgasm. Also, Promescent closes the arousal gap between men and women. You might want to get there faster than she'd like, so Promescent helps you last twice as long. 
thousands of urologists are recommending Promescin. I'm recommending it. It's the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation. Go to Promescent.com to find out more. That's Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-E-N-T. It's not rising to the top. That's a challenge. It's staying there. Amen. So, amen. Okay, let's get into some emails from the peeps. Thanks for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. As you know, I live for you, hearing from you. It makes my day. Dear Emily, I want some more info about masturbating. I am masturbating daily. Are there any side effects? And if so, what are they? Thank you. Madhur. No, people, it is Masturbation Month, as you all know. May is all about improving your sex life, so I thought we should answer this one. Here's some good things. There are no bad side effects to, to masturbation unless you are a chronic masturbator, unless you are a sex addict. And let's say you, and how you define that is if you masturbate so much that you're in pain, that you lose your job, you can't, you know, show up for your family, you can't have sex, and you're doing things that are, that are you know, you're hurting yourself. Consequences. Consequences. consequences and it, right. you continue if to there's go. a consequence, do, if there's consequences from your masturbation, there's a problem. Otherwise, here's some benefits. It prevents cancer. A study found that men who ejaculated more than five times a week were less, third less likely to develop prostate cancer. Um, it makes you harder. As you age, you naturally lose muscle tone, even down there. Regular sex or masturbation works out your pelvic floor muscles to prevent erectile dysfunction and incontinence. And it keeps the angle of your dangle perky. The angle of your dangle. Aim to arrive three to five times a week for rock-solid results. Aim to uh, perform. Also, Kegel exercises. Like my iPhone app, Kegel Camp. Do you still have that? I still have you it. You haven't I, talked about that in a while. I know. I forget because my my iPhone app, Kegel Camp, more men and women download it. Kegel exercises, pee-stopping muscles. This helps you last longer. It helps women have stronger orgasms. And doctors tell you to do them. It's those muscles when you stop and start the flow of urine. And it's five minutes a day, and it will help your Whatever sex challenges you're having, it will help most of them. And you never remember to do them because they're so easy to do. You can do them in a traffic light. So my app, Kegel Camp, pop. you can set a reminder every day at 1130 on my phone. It says time for Kegel Camp, five minutes, four minutes. My voice walks you through the exercise, and you can get up to level 20. So it's a little game. And I have guys who've done it, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm shooting across the room like I was like 18 years old again. And it helps you stay longer. Um, masturbating an hour before a date will also give you more control. It ups your immunity. Ejaculation increases levels of the hormone cortisol, which gets a bad rap. Um, havoc wreaking stress hormone. It actually helps regulate and maintain your immunity in small doses. It also boosts your mood. Masturbation makes you happy. I do that some days when I'm cranky, like I, I should have done lately. Uh, I masturbate. Makes you feel better. It really does. Like there's neurochemicals. Like this is a real chemical thing. I should have orgasmed before I came in, I know. An orgasm is the biggest non-drug blast of dopamine available. So get off all the drugs you're taking and just friggin' masturbate. This sounds really dirty, and I, you know, I'm not suggesting you do that, but have you ever thought about doing that, actually, on your one of your programs? Masturbating on mm-hmm. my program? Mm-hmm. Like a porn it star? Is, it is a sex... Well, like, if I mean, there's a, lo- a lot of your show, and I can say your show because I'm still kind of new to it, you know, uh, a lot of your show is about how to, but you never actually do. But it's audio, so we should get some video in here. And I should. Be like, no, I, you I don't have to change the, the whole no. nature of the show. It'd be a yeah. little personal. Not that I'm not personal. Right. I'm telling you, I've had a lot of listeners who say who, who have requested sexy photos and and stuff like not that. Not even that. Just keep it audio, but like uh, explain what you're doing. And I uh, think that would change the whole. I feel nature creepy of my show. now that I even brought that up. You just want me to do it. I don't. Listen. I'm not suggesting that at all, Emily, sister. Sister Anderson. No, I I, I don't think I would do. It's not in my wheelhouse for my show. All right, let's get a but porn star up in here. And it do would that. probably be a very good show. 
Speaking of which, I did get a Facebook message a lot. Like a lot of people lately are messaging me, but we've talked lately about doing that show with Joanna Angel and Mike Catherwood with her. She's a porn star, and she wants will ejaculate on his face with a woman going down and again. Yeah, Mike said he'd come on the show and do it. Mike Catherwood's the host of Love Line as well. Uh, he's married now. I don't feel like he no, should be he doing that. No, he told me he would before. Yeah, he, I know. He does that kind of shit he all told the time. Me like a and month then, ago. Yeah, but then he'll like the day will come. I've seen him do this and he'll be like, "Uh, I've talked to my wife about She'll it." She'll be standing uh, here with a woman going down in her with his goggle with his with his face mask on and he'll say no. I think Drew would be better. Drew's going to be We in, should have Dr. Drew do it. It should be a medical would, thing. Dr. Drew would not watch that. Um, but anyway, so how to get on female ejaculate? Oh, because you're telling me to masturbate on the show. Not going to happen. But I will. I will help you out I with tried, your sex guys. life. But that's thanks, thanks, Anderson. There's a lot of people who are happy that you asked that. Hello, sexy man. I'm afraid to ask my girlfriend for blowjobs. I'd even like for us to try 69ing. How can I talk to her about this? You thank you. You rock. Okay. Talking to your partner about sex is like developing an entirely new language with your partner. Many couples never develop this language until there's a problem. They don't know how to ask for what they want. They don't know how to talk about what feels good. They just go along doing their thing. So I, I think it's great that you're asking me this question because you have to start somewhere. And like I said, the worst time to start is when there's a problem. So you just want to try some new things. This is no biggie. Open it up when you're talking to her one day, not in the bedroom. Maybe you're having lunch. Maybe you're on a road trip. Maybe you're having breakfast and say, what do you like when having sex? What's your most memorable part of us having? What's your favorite sexual experience that we've had together? See what she says. What's the favorite? What's your what's your number one favorite sex move? What's her favorite position? You know, like start getting her to talk about it, and how then you, you could chime in. How do you ease into that though? Like, how, do you need a cold cocker, like in the car when you're driving. No, a I mean you can or... even talk about it after sex and say, "God, that was really hot." Well, I've been thinking lately, like, what do you love about our sex life? Tell me, because I think it's all really hot. So you could do it after that, but you could also just be like, I mean, if you're in a relationship, you could be like, okay, la- or you could be like, last night was so hot, and it got me thinking. Top what five. You- Top five times you've had sex. Go. With us. Yeah, with us. Not yeah. with other people. Yeah. Do not share your past sexual history, mystery. ever. History is the mystery. More history, less history. Exactly. More mystery, less history. That's what Drew says all the time. More mystery, less history. It's so true. Anytime you should, well, don't get me off on my whole don't talk about how many people you slept with, but because I, I will go off on that. But yeah, top five times you've been together. And that's a great natural way to be like, because babe, I've been thinking like, I would just want to please you more. I want to make sure you're having the best time that you could have. And I thought 69 would be hot because I could perform oral on you and you could perform oral on me. That's a great way to ease into the 69 conversation. You could also perform oral sex on her um, if you don't already because she might want to reciprocate. And if she says, you know what, honey, I'm not really comfortable with that. I don't like giving oral sex, performing blowjobs. Well, there you have your answer. Yeah, it's time to move. Time to move, time to leave, or time to say, ask her why. A lot of women might tell you they don't like certain sexual acts because they had a bad experience once or twice or a guy shoved it in. Or, you know, a lot of young guys do this. We were talking about this the other night. That when guys are younger, like in their 20s, it seems like they just like shove your head down there. They're like, give me a blowjob. But when you're older, men are more concerned about pleasing you, it seems, first. And then they shove your head down there for a blowjob. No, why, why is that? Because I think younger guys are not as experienced and they don't know that if they please a woman and they learn and they listen to my show and they learn how to please a woman, that you will be having not only the best sex of your life, but everything that you've ever wanted sexually. But they are selfish and they think, oh, I've got an erection. There's, there she is with her sexy mouth. She should put it on my penis. Because guys, I think when they're younger, don't know that pleasing her what comes around goes around. Why do you think it is? You were a young 20-something man shoving women's... Never, no, yeah, I'm a total. No, you weren't that guy. Because I got like a mom that I love and two little sisters. I, I'm 
too, I'm a puss the other way. Like, I never actually right. asked for what I wanted or anything. Right. Everything that I got fell on my lap. Thank God it did, occasionally. So, so they fell on your lap. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, literally. Literally. But I never, ever was forceful. And I, I don't understand that. In fact, it yeah, makes me sick. I know. It's not every guy, but you're, but you're absolutely right. There are a lot of guys do that. They do that. And I think it's just an, an experience. And I think a lot of women think, oh, got to do what he asked me. And I want to be that girl for him. So, girls, don't do that. Hold on. like as soon as you feel pressure on top of your head, ladies, that means you should use more teeth. The more <laughs> pressure on top of your head you're getting, the more teeth you Right, use. exactly. Bite his dick off. But seriously, the head push is the worst move in the world. Yeah. Don't do the head push, guys. I do it to my wife. Don't get me wrong. I do it to my wife all the time to As be funny. Joke? Yeah, right. and she does not think it's funny, right, but I think exactly. it's hilarious. But right. No, it's funny if you're joking about it. And also, you can also just help her to relax. Maybe she's stressed out. Give her a massage. Make her dinner. And then you can maybe bring it up then. So there's lots of different ways, but it's really like biting the bullet. Like, there's no easy way to, like, segue into the sex talk. But once you do... And once you develop that way of talking about sex with your partner, it's there. You've established it and you keep building on it and you'll have the sex life that you want and that you deserve. But you're never going to have the sex life that you want and deserve if you don't talk about it and you don't go for it. Hi, Emily. My boyfriend and I have been together for 10 months and it seems like we are on totally different pages sexually. He's had more sexual partners than I have. He's had a threesome, done anal. He's used to being with partners who would participate in BDSM. I was honest and told him I never did anything like that. I think he was so afraid of overstepping my boundaries that we just don't have much sex. And when we do, he's not into it all. I'm open to trying, like, light BDSM. I've encouraged him to tie me up and spanking me, but we don't ever do it on a regular basis because he thinks it's too much of a hassle. Sometimes I feel like an object that is being used for my partner's pleasure and that my pleasure isn't being considered. Maybe I just don't understand the dominant-submissive relationship. I'm afraid he's restraining himself during sex and doesn't enjoy it. I'm worried we aren't sexually compatible. How can I make this work? I'm willing to try new things, but I have certain limits when it comes to being submissive. Please help. Our sex life needs a reboot and fast. Love your show, Andrea. Okay, Andrew, there's a few things going on here. This is what we talked about. More history, less mystery. Yeah, how does she know all those details? He told her about it, and then she felt insecure about it, but then she said he's starting to try it, and then he didn't really try it. So here's the first thing. Forget about you pleasing him. You said he's not pleasing you. And I want to know, have you asked him? Have you told him, Andrea, that you what you need to get off? Do you know what you want in bed that you're not getting? Do you know how to have an orgasm? Do you masturbate? If so... I'd say start out with some mutual masturbation. That's really hot. He watches you. You watch him. He knows exactly what you like. That's a great thing to do. But I'm concerned that you're so concerned with pleasing him and he's not pleasing you. Um, it sounds like So that's my first thing. So I think that, you know, I love that you're willing to try all this stuff, and that, but he's not pleasing you. So I think you need to talk to him again, like I said, the previous listener. Um, you need to start a dialogue about sex because it sounds like, you tried it and then he pulled away and all that stuff. But if you do, if you do want to um, start trying doing some like, you know, submissive stuff, it's really easy to take it lightly and not get into like whips and chains and canes, but still be doing some, uh, you know, dominant submissive stuff. But first of all, don't compare yourself or whatever, 10th of all, don't compare yourself to his past partners or lovers. You should never, ever compare yourself to anybody, actually, which is a life lesson because just think about it this way. Next time you're comparing yourself to someone, like, I wish I was like her, I wish I had his, you know, job, you'll never be as good at being that person as they are at being themselves because they're a unique individual. We are all unique individuals. So why don't you work really hard at being the best you? So don't compare it as past lovers. So when it comes to submission, start with something easy. He can tie you up. You think it's a hassle. 
to see if, like, ropes and stuff, buy some goddamn bondage tape. I don't know how many times I have to tell people it's, like, $7.95. Go to goodvibes.com. Use coupon code EMILY. I love bondage tape. It looks like electrical tape, but it's not. It's plastic, and it sticks to itself. You could rip it with your hands or teeth, but it binds. So you can easily bind it, like, bind your partner up. He can bind you up and just rip it off. He just leave it by the bed. It's lightweight, plastic. It's reusable. He can easily blindfold you with it. It doesn't stick to your eyes. So it's not sticky. It just sticks to itself. But it can bind you pretty tight. So if he ties your arms behind your head, you're going to be bound up. But he just unwinds it and it's done and it's not messy and it's easy and it's so easy to use. Blindfolding is a great way to start with some 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 easy ways to, to do some submissive stuff. Also, Try a candle. If you've never tried a massage candle, um, they're amazing. You, you, they burn cooler than, than most candles. Um, it's just oil. It's warm. You, he drips it on you. It's hot. He gives you a massage. Maybe he blindfolds you and you don't know what sensations are coming next. I mean, there's little things you can do that are, you know, a little dominant submissive but not too hardcore. Um, I do make a massage candle at emilyandtony.com that you might like. Um, and also, you could do a little research. Start reading about it or talk to people that you know that have tried some healthy BDSM. Um, you can um, pra- you know, talk to him about it. Like, what do you like about it? Again, this all goes back to talking because there's a whole host of things going on here. Yeah. And for this particular email, I feel like you're doing everything he should be doing. And I, I feel like he's like it's over. You know the what I mean? Relationships over? Yeah. I mean, he's not doing it. He's not helping her out. She's kind of like swimming. He knows about all this stuff. She wants to know more. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Maybe he's not. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I picture like a, like a 50-year-old man, like a 25-year-old girl, and he's been through Maybe. it all. Maybe that's it. I, that's why you got to talk to him first, sweetie, because you're not getting your needs met. And that's almost more important than him. Equally as important as him not getting his needs met, but let's spend more time getting your pleasure met, and then we'll talk more about BDSM. But I just gave you some good tips because I'm like that now. You're solid. I'm solid like that. Dear Emily, I've been listening to your latest shows, and I'm thinking about doing anal. Imagine that. There are some scary facts out there and kind of killing my desire, but what do you think? Thanks, Sydney. Okay, here's the thing. 30% of the population has tried anal at least once, so they say. That percentage is on the rise among college students every year. And I think the thing about what you have to know about anal sex is that um, it is kind of scary if you've never done it. And you have to be with someone that you trust, and you have to take it slow. A lot of people have really bad, we were talking about bad sexual experiences, a lot of people have like really bad anal sex first times because a guy is an idiot and shoves it in without lube or prepping you and making sure that you're ready. So you have to use lubricant. Like you have to be well lubed and you have to be warmed up. He can massage you down there. He should start with a finger, a butt plug, something like that. But don't have him just stick it in. Plus, you have to relax. You have to breathe the sphincter muscles. And you just have to be, like, in the right mindset of, you know, this is going to happen. But first, you know, and not tense up because we tense up when we're afraid. So just relax and breathe. Make sure he's using lube. You're with someone that you trust. Because there's nothing wrong with trying it. And when if it hurts, you know, if you're in pain, stop. It doesn't have to happen all in one night. Again, have him start with the finger and see if you like that. So I wouldn't rush into anal, but I'm glad that you're asking. And it's a great place to, you know. To start, to start out with just some fingers and light touching around there and see if you even like it before you rush into it. What, Anderson? What? Why are you laughing? <laughs> because you're talking about how anal is going, the percentage is going up every year, right? And if it continues, I mean, we'll get to a point where, like, we're having nothing but anal. I know. And it occurred to me, like, how how long before the human race would actually have to evolve so that we could actually get pregnant that way and, and oh how my that God, would we can't get right our you, race. I know. And I, I, I don't know people. why I just started that stat. I just, like, found it and put it there, but... 
Green um, beans, what they would look like if they started getting pregnant anally. Oh, my God, you can't. Well, you can't, you know, first of all, you should use a condom because people think, oh, I can't get pregnant. But what if the, what if he comes inside you and the semen drips into your vagina? Yeah, that, that happens. Yeah, that happens. That totally happens. So use a condom. You, you can know, get pregnant. Question we used to get a lot. We, it's been years, but we used to get it on Loveline a what? lot uh, like 10 years ago. Uh, about once a week, a, a girl, can you get pregnant with uh, anal? About once a week we get that call. Right. And I haven't heard that one lately. We haven't had it in like 10 years. I guess that people finally learned. That you yeah. can. Did we say that you can? Is that what people said? No, we say no, you can't. Unless you, with right. the cream pie that you're talking right. about, yeah, it's it's a it's a long shot though. Right, it's a long shot. It is a long shot, but you could still you know, the semen drips everywhere. I mean, you can get pregnant, but you can't. But you should use a condom. Is that what you would say during the? Because you know what they they didn't mean like can it drip out and drip into my vagina. Obviously, that's possible, but they actually right. thought they mean, that like, like inside see, your colon I could I get no, sorry to get grabbed. You cannot. But. You will not get pregnant that way. Only if it drips in. Um, or if you have it, Crohn's disease. Right. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, because then the, it kind of oh, fuses. Oh, right. It's all confuses yeah. it. Right. Don't do right. If you have Crohn's disease, you probably won't be wanting to have anal sex. And also shower before. Make sure you're comfortable, that you're emptied your bowels, all that stuff. Okay. I think that's all we have time for today, Anderson. That was a good one. That was it. Sorry was if I got one. a little dark. I'm sorry. What about your, your after vest? about everything? I just kind of, I get dark sometimes. Yeah, I don't think you were too dark. I don't think you're dark. I mean, I think you're angry. The thing I like about you is, <laughs> with the horse is that is that, that you don't like most people and you like me. That's what it's I like true. And so, you're hard not to like. You're a barometer. I'd like to bring you places. And if someone doesn't like you, like if someone in the room doesn't like you, I'm like, oh, there's an asshole over there. Oh, that person sucks. That's good. I will be your litmus test barometer to know that. Um, right. Because I'm pretty nice to everyone. Except for my landlord hates me. But besides that, I'm all good. So, um, yeah, everyone, I just appreciate you listening and check out my survey and follow me and all these forms of social media. And just keep listening because um, I'm doing two shows a week and I love you all. So thanks for everyone for listening. To, thank you, Anderson. Thank and you, Em. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. So you know I'm obsessed with candles, right? Have you ever heard of massage oil candles? Okay, so get this. I always light candles when I'm enjoying a glass of wine with friends, and recently they were over, and I lit three candles for my new line called Emily and Tony. My skin felt really dry, so I went ahead and poured some of it on my hands, and I gave myself a quick massage. My friends were stunned that I did this, and immediately were obsessed. And here's why. See, these candles are really aromatherapy massage oils that when warmed like a candle, they melt into the most luxurious body oil that is super hydrating, leaves your skin feeling and smelling amazing, and it's perfect for massaging your partner or yourself. You can use it during foreplay, and you know me, I'm a firm believer in foreplay. They come in delicious flavors like creme de vanilla, cocoa, and fougere. Not just that, they look great in your home. So help us keep this podcast free. Check them out today at emilyandtony.com. And you're welcome.